You're listening to a message from Victory. Join us as we dive into the book of Romans to understand more about the power of the gospel in our series, The Gospel Explained. Appreciate you, Martin, for the, the reading of the word. Before we start uh, our preaching, why don't we just come to God for in prayer? Father, we're once again thankful, Lord, for one week that has passed. We're grateful, Lord God, that you are infinite in our lives. You are sovereign, Lord God, and you're loving unto us, Lord, your creation. We thank you, Lord, that you're over us, that your plans for us are good, and that your desire is for us to be transformed, Lord God, into the image and likeness of your Son. We pray, Lord God, that as we hear your word being preached today, that we will react to it, Lord God, in a positive way. Our hearts, our lives, our minds will be drawn to it, Lord, that we might find joy, that we might find courage to change, Lord God, and we might find that passion, Lord, to follow you all the days of our life. Thank you, Lord, for the preaching of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, welcome, everyone. If you're returning, matagal kang nawala sa Saturday service, welcome. We're glad you can join us. If this is your first time, no? Uh, na, na tag ka ng kaibigan mo, kaya na, bigla na lang nakita mo tong site na to. Again, welcome. Uh, kung first time mo, don't forget to follow us in Facebook. And dun sa mga nanunood sa inyo sa YouTube, don't forget to click that notification button and subscribe so that you will be updated whenever we have preachings, and online worship services. It has been a great two weeks. Uh, shout out sa lahat ng mga next generation natin, yung both mga feeling young at saka yung mga young ones. No? For the last two weeks, we've been going through that series, Generation Shift. And thank you, Pastor Owe, for preaching the word. Thank you, Pastor Jed, for caring for the next generation. And again, uh, let me just enjoin everyone to keep on interceding for the young people of this land. We believe that there will be, they will be part of the change that we've been longing and praying for sa, sa bansa po natin as God directs them and captures their heart in their own time. They will do their purposes in their own time as God called them so. So, maraming pong salamat, uh, Pastor Owi and Pastor Jed. And we're picking up. We're picking up where we have left off. Kung natatandaan nyo pa, no, nagpahinga lang tayo sa Romans 8. And... Uh, we're continuing, and finally, sana po this, this uh, week, no, what, what we're going to do is to really close that chapter. So, ano ba yung mga napag-aralan natin sa chapter na yan? Una-una, it's opened up with the words, no condemnation. You still remember that? No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We have no obligation to the flesh. Yeah, when sin calls, hindi na po tayo magre-respond. So, even if Sin is already telling us to uh, come back, come back. Here I am. We'll simply say you're not allowed in our lives. And lastly, last, two weeks ago we said there's no comparison. This present suffering cannot be compared to the future glory that we're going to face in Christ Jesus. Well, we land chapter 8 by making the declaration there is no separation. Let me explain that in a little while. No? Uh, there is no separation from the love of Christ. So you know, the book of Romans, from, from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 7, 
Paul made a, a detailed and uh, he nimay niya po ng maayos in presentation of the gospel. In fact, uh, Bible scholars tell us that this is the fullest explanation of the gospel. So from chapter 1 to chapter, chapter 7, Paul went ahead and presented this case. And in fact, he started out in chapter 1 by saying, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, for to the Jews first and also to, to the Greek. For in, in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Simply lang po yung pagkasabi dun sa verses na yun, it is the power of God for salvation. God's power to save you and I. Nalam po natin yan kasi naisip natin, masasalba po ba ako when we were in a, dead in our sins before. Now, look at, look at where we're at right now. That's the power of God at work. In it, the gospel shows the righteousness of God, that He is just and the justifier of those who come to Him. And it tells us that there's no other way to live life but by faith. For the righteous shall live by faith. And comes chapter 8. Paul lands his presentation. He makes a summation and conclusion sa lahat po ng sinabi niya sa, sa chapter, the whole of chapter 1 to, to going to chapter 7. Uh, Paul makes a summary, if I may say, of everything that he has mentioned. I have a friend. His name is Attorney Mark. I love this guy because malaki po yung I value his friendship, I value his wisdom, malaki po yung tulong niya sa akin. No? He's, a, he's a great public speaker, he is a consultant, and entrepreneur, uh, nagpe-present po siya, uh, motivational speaker siya, and uh, I, I love listening to his mark, yung, yung meron po siya sa, sa, sa Facebook, mark your day. So, kung gusto niyo pong manood kay Attorney Mark, go ahead and look, look, look him up and panoorin niyo po. Marami po kayo matututunan. He makes a detailed presentation, engaging and inspiring. But what I like about him is he puts a portion at the end of every presentation for Q&A. He would answer questions sa mga viewers niya. And look at Paul. He just finished presenting the gospel. Kakatapos niya lang po. Maybe he's telling the audience, I'm done with my case. And I'm opening myself up for a rhetorical question and answer. So meron pong question and answer na ni-reserve si Paul dun sa last 10 verses of chapter 8. Meron siyang rhetorical questions and rhetorical answers. Not really rhetorical, but truthful answers to his rhetorical Questions. Let's see how he started it out. Seven questions packed in ten verses answered by truthfulness of God's word. So sabi niya, in verse 30, those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Following that up in verse 31, he says, what then shall we say to these Things. That's question number one. What then shall we say to these things? What things are you talking about? Well, that ye God foreknew you, God predestined the believer, and to those he predestined, he called, and to those he called, he justified, and those he justified, he glorified. What do we say to these things? Ano pa bang pwedeng masabi sa mga bagay-bagay na to sinasabi po ni Paul? Well, all of us, 
We've answered questions that are answer answerable by uh, multiple choice. Maybe natatandaan nyo pa yung uh, college days nyo or high school days nyo. Wilson, natatandaan mo pa ba yung high school days mo? No? Pag nagtetest ka, may multiple choice. Let me present to you a multiple choice to that question. What shall we say to these things? A. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. B. Stand. Just stand with mouths open in total amazement of what God has done. C. Weep or dance for joy in thanksgiving or D. All of the above. Alam ko yung sagot mo. All of the above. How can we not answer all of the above when God foreknew us, He predestined us, He called us, He justified us, and then He glorified us all past tense. That's the future and the current present reality of every single believer who are in Christ. So we say hallelujah. We say praise the Lord. We just stand in amazement. Kahit wag magsalita, just stand in amazement or even weep or cry for joy, or even dance for joy because of what Christ did for you and I. But wait, it's not yet done. He follows it up quickly with a, with a succeeding question. If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? During my college days, I got involved in student politics. That, uh, that was during the late uh, 80s. The late 80s. I graduated from Pastor Glenn in batch 1990, po si Pastor Glenn in engineering. So I got involved in, in student politics. It all started when I found myself during my first year no, in college holding a banner in front of the main building of the University of Santo Tomas protesting. And I realized, why, why am I here? Why am I protesting? Parang it didn't set well with me that I was, in a way, quote-unquote, duped to hold that banner that I didn't really, uh, didn't really stand up for. No, by the way, during that time, that was the height of student activism. No? Marami pong mga, uh, mga iba-ibang grupo that were trying to topple the government at that time. And I found myself holding that banner and sabi ko, this is not me. I want to be part of a change that can happen in the university. So what happened was during the, my fourth year, yung first three years ko po sa college was uh, dedicated to just studying engineering. Pero nung fourth year, we decided together with my friends, no, alam ni Ronto, ni Arthur, yung mga kaibigan ko po sa college, we started to venture in student activism or student politics as we call it. And we uh, put together a, uh, a group, no, a party, Tatandaan ko pa, safe yung party namin, student arm for future engineers. And we ran. Nag-ano po kami, nag-campaign kami, tumakbo kami. You know what helped us? We knew when we were campaigning that the students were on our side. But better than that, we realized, hindi nyo po, hindi, maybe kami lang po yun, pero we realized that the administrator, the dean, and the, the registrar, Registrar was actually for us in that manner. Naisip namin na, oh no, yeah, they probably are not coming out in full support of us, but we can feel that they were for us. So much so that on my fourth year, I ran as the president of the Engineering Student Council and I won. 
On the same year, we were able to put up a group who ran for the Central Student Council, and again, we won because we knew what helped us a lot because we knew who was on our side. What is this verse telling us? Knowing who is for us makes all the difference in life. Knowing who is for us makes all the difference in life. You know who is for you? God, G-O-D, is for you. He is favorably, favorably disposed towards you, mga kapatid. So ano pang kinakatakot mo? If God is for you, knowing that He is for you, the creator of the universe, who can be against you, sabi po ni Paul. He moves on. In verse 32, he says, He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us. How will he not also with all with him graciously give us all things? That's question number three. How will he not also with whom with him graciously give us all things? See, come to think of it, when we were all sinners, the Bible tells us, Christ died for us. God gave us His Son when we were yet unreconciled with Him, when we were yet enemies. Even as we studied in Romans, when we were still enemies in Romans 5, Christ died for the ungodly. Ano pa pang ibibigay? Nung makasalanan pa lang tayo, binigay na ni Lord, ni God, yung most important treasure of heaven, yung po yung anak niya. Now that our status have changed, yes, have our status have changed. From slaves, we have become sons. We have children of God. What will He not give us? In fact, Peter was so confident no, in saying this. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertains to life and godliness. His divine power has generously given to us all things. Si Lord po, hindi po tira-tira magbigay nor partial. All things. He has given us everything, including His Son. So why not He will give us all things? And the Bible tells us that He has given us everything we need for life and godliness. If you remember, I stated last uh, two weeks ago, that the Christian is the freest person on earth. That's true. You can live free, but there's more. You can live free, yes, but here's what's more important than that. The Christian is the most favored person on earth because God is on our side. Take that in. I know you'll agree with me when, you, when you, you put that into your heart and believe it. This is, this is just simply good stuff for us. Knowing that God is for us and on our side. But wait, there's more. Question four. Ito pa po yung sabi ni Paul. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? And sino ba talaga yung nag-accuse atin? Isa lang naman eh. Kilala naman nating lahat kung sino yung mahilig mag-accuse. Ang pangalan niya po, accuser of the brethren. That's Satan. He would come to us and remind us of our past. Reminds, uh, he would remind us of the things that we did in secret. In the dark, he would remind us. Paulit-ulit po yan, nire-replay niya yung buhay natin. He would tell you and actually whisper into your ear and say, 
I know what you did last summer. These are all valid accusations when you hear it because totoo naman eh. Ginawa mo naman talaga. But here's the beauty of that note. Here's the beauty of the word. No one can bring a charge against you. What happens is, even if he accuses you of your past, even if all of it is true, the sovereign judge simply throws that out of the window. Why? Because the word tells us it is God who justifies. What does that mean? It simply means that you are now in right standing with God. Simply because of the atoning work of Christ on the cross. That's for every believer. That's the truth for you and I. The other day, my wife told me that I had a new gift. Sabi niya, love, may binili ako sa SM. Sabi niya, may bago kang Teflon pan. For many of you who know how to cook or use uses Teflon pans, you know that kahit anong ilagay mo doon, kahit na anong iluto mo, magluto ka ng tusino, magluto, magprito ka, kahit anong iluto mo doon, wala pong didikit doon sa Teflon pan. Well, you and I are Mr. and Miss Teflon. Nothing will stick. Why? Because you are covered by the righteousness of God. You have been washed by the blood of the Lamb so much so that even if the accusers come, accuser comes and stands before for you and throws your old life at you, throws every sin that you've committed in the past, dadaos-os lang po yun. Hindi siya didikit. No one can bring a charge against you because you have been justified by God Himself. You need not fear your past. Let me repeat that again. I know your past sometimes comes to haunt you. No? You need, need not fear it. Because no one can bite you back no one can bring a charge for you from the past because Christ or God has already justified you. Question five. Hindi pa tapos si Paul. Sabi niya, who is to condemn? Sino? Sino magko-condemn siya? No one. Why? Because Christ took all of our condemnation with him and nailed it to the cross. He was condemned for our own sake. Siya na po yung na-condemn. Died for our sins so that you and I can no longer be condemned. So, no, so much so, no, si Paul started chapter 8 by this declaration, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation, mga kapatid. Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. No condemnation, only liberation. You are free. Live free. Learn to live free. You are not condemned, but rather you are free by the Holy Spirit. Ang ganda po nito, sabi niya. Who is at the right hand of God who is interceding for us? Ikaw na. The reason we celebrate is because we are seeing and understanding the truth that the gospel is explaining to us, we have dual representation. Kung, ako po, kung, alam niyo yun, pag may lawyer ka, ang mga bigating kliyente, dala-dalaway nagre-represent sa kanya. Well, tayo po, dala-dalaway nagre-represent sa atin. In fact, in verses 26 and 27, it says there that Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And not only that, sabi pa doon, in adds at verse 27, the Holy Spirit intercedes for the children of God according to the will of God. 
the Holy Spirit is interceding for you, and Jesus is representing you as well before the Father. Kumbaga, pinagpala ang Kristiyano na lubos. Because Christ and the Holy Spirit is interceding for us. There's question six pa. Hindi pa tapos. Sabi po ni Paul, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Is there anyone, anyone who can come between us, between that love of God and His children? You know, there are many, many couples who have gone going through difficult times, no? Ngayon pong pandemic. And most of the time, it's really, they're, they're, there's a third person involved that has come between them. That so much so, it has affected their love for one another. Hindi po ganyan si God. Paul was really saying, no one can come between the love of God and us. Who can separate us from the love of God? Well, basado pong intense yung pagmamahal ng ating Panginoon sa atin. So much so that while we were still enemies of the cross, He reconciled us to Himself. He added on, question seven, shall tribulation? No una sabi niya, who who can? Yun ang tanong po, who can? Then inad niya, what can? Hindi niya nilagay yun, pero titingin ko yung tanong na to is what can? Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness or danger or sword. What can separate us from the love of God? Certainly, it is not this pandemic. Certainly, it is not this economic hardship. Certainly, it's not the stresses that we feel as individuals as, we, as we're going through difficult times. It cannot and will not separate us from the love of Christ or God, which is in Christ Jesus. Pandemic, economic hardships will never ever separate us from the love of Christ. Verse 37, no. No, an emphatic declaration. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For a Christian, there's no really defeat. Only living in victory. To him or to those of us who are in Christ Jesus. Last year was the year where a lot of students uh, applied for different colleges. No? So, nag-take sila ng mga exams sa UP, sa, sa Ateneo, sa Lasal, sa UST. Marami mo pong nag-take ng exams. No? And uh, yung, yung anak ko, na pangalawa si Jillian, is about to go into college. So, he also took, took her exams. No? And pagtapos siya mag-exam, tinatanong namin siya ng pamilya, no? so ano, nasagot mo ba ng maayos? And he would say, she would say, Dad, sinatgan ko lang. Sinatgan ko lang. Alam niyo yung ibig sabihin ng mga millennials, no? Alam. Pag sinabi mong sinatgan ko lang, ibig sabihin, hinulaan mo lang. Hinulaan mo lang yung sagot. Sinachambaan mo lang na baka itong sagot na to ay tama. Hopefully tama para makredit siya sa akin at pumasa ako. You know what? Si Paul, when he asked all those questions, the answers were never shotgun. Because he knew and he was sure he was fully convinced of the answers that he had for all the questions that he raised. No, in all things, we are 
More than conqueror, sabi niya, through him who loved us. For I am sure, verse 38, I am sure, sabi po ni Paul. I am sure. I am fully convinced. I don't need any convincing anymore because I am sure. I don't need to shotgun the answer because I am sure. Sigurado po ako, itagamo sa bato that neither death nor life, the extremes of existence, death on one side, life on one side, whatever happens to us, if we die, we are with Christ. And neither death nor life, nor angels or rulers. Angels will not. The devil cannot take you away from the love of God, Christ. Nor things present, nor things to come. What's present, or maybe you're, you're thinking, what is it in the future that has not yet been revealed that will really take me away from the love Nothing can take you away from the love of God. Nor, high, nor powers. Not the power of the government, not the power of any individual, not the power of, of the devil. Nothing can take you away from the love of Christ, nor height or depth, the extremes of the universe. You can search far and wide. Height nor depth, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. And he adds on to it. Or nor anything else in all creation. Just in case. Siguro sabi ni Paul sa atin po, just in case may doubt ka pa, o isama ko na. Ano pa yung naisip mo? Isama ko na. Nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore we say, no condemnation, no obligation, no comparison, and no separation. But my question to you is this as we end our time together. How persuaded are you of God's love for you? You need not answer that question now. Just ponder on it. How persuaded are you that God's love is for you? And that He is for you and not against you? Answer that this week. Be fully convinced. As we close chapter 8, there are two practices that I'd like you to do this week. Dalawa lang po siya. We normally say three, but at this time, dalawa lang po. Number one, meditate on His love. Go ahead and go back. Go back to Romans 8.38 and ulit-ulitin niyo po yun. Meditate on God's love. Believe it and rejoice. Believe it and rejoice. In fact, I, I know a song that I was singing all throughout the week when I was studying this. And title, at, di ko po alam, Pastor John, kung tama itong title lang ng song na to. Think about His love. Pag kinakanta natin, think about His love, think about His goodness, think about His grace that has brought us through. For as high as the heavens above, so great is the measure of the, our Father's love. See, pag hindi ko kinakanta, nakakalimutan ko. So, but wag po kayo mag-alala, hindi ko kakantayin. Sa banyo ko lang kakantayin. But that's how I meditate the love of God. Think about His love. Think about His goodness. Think about His grace that has brought us through. For as high as the heavens above, so great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of His love. And number two, speak to someone about the awesomeness of God's love. Go ahead and have a, a, a deep conversation. 
with people around you and tell them how much God loves them and how much he wants them to be reconciled unto himself. So in Christ, in Christ, there is no condemnation, no obligation, no comparison, and no separation. That's Romans 8 for you. And I hope you live out the truth for this week. If you've been blessed by this preaching, I ask you to share this to others, that others may also feel that God is for them and God loves them to the core regardless of their past. And for the rest of you, receive this benediction taken out of 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Goodbye. Have a great weekend and see you again next week. If you have prayer requests, kindly message us, direct message us, or email us through our personal emails. God bless you. See you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message. For more podcasts and updates, and to give online, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app.